Coming to you live, this is your MTG Action 4 News Team. Hello, this is MTG Action 4 News, your news team for keeping things fresh in the multiverse. I'm Mr. Cumber to provide providing you new ways to lose your friends. Let me a Big Tucker breaking news source. Yes, and as Sir Nate often says when he's playing his Angie deck and gets targeted early, I am madness as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. <laughs> Squeamy Gee getting caught up on meta traffic with the Weatherlight Report. Oh, I'm bringing the beat on the street. Then we have the head of CMD Tower himself. <laughs> well, I guess Mr. T doesn't remember that when watching A Quiet Place 2, you shouldn't roll a pair of D6s. It's every time. You'll learn one day. <laughs> We're going to start off the top of the cast, ladies, and carnage that ensued with 45 in the dash. So where I want to talk about, it's not about a specific game. You know, I had uh, Sir Nathan, single Aaron, and the goad over uh, for Memorial Day, grilled some burgers. It did not go so well. Uh, not my fault. Um, but Never. I want to just put a, I want to put it. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. When you put your probe or electric, not electric, your gas grill on medium heat, you put your electric propane grill on medium heat. Yep. You put it on medium heat and you put some burgers on and close the lid. You should be able to walk away for three to four minutes oh, without no. coming back never. to all of them burnt to a crisp. Yeah. It's and also, literally, the grease, man. The grease, they come out of the bottom and then they catch the burners on fire. And then it's literally, just, literally it, it's a, a fire, fire show inside of there. You got to watch out. A pyroblast awaited you. Oh, yes, it wow. did because wow, the grill cool. told me it was over. Insert the Vegeta reference. Nine thousand. Oh, wow. It was really nine hundred, uh, but it was nine hundred degrees in my Good grill. Lord. So, yeah, yeah, you gotta watch uh, out for that. That grease burnt. drips out of the burger, and then it catches the burner on fire with the grease, and then it makes a grease fire, quite literally. And you know, that's not well, great. Ruined fifteen Wagyu burgers. So oh, that was not great. fifteen of oh. Uh, but oh, my heart, what my do, heart what hurts do. wanting to eat them and it hurts wanting to oh I'm just sad I want to put a PSA out there everyone knows friend of the cast the goad or frenemy of the cast Ooh. yeah I said it oh, PSA it on you yeah, you son of a bitch uh, <laughs> his mutate deck is absolutely filthy and it's weird because it's just value on value but I kid you not, I've seen the deck now twice at least. Each time, he's had at least seven or eight things on his mutate commander. Yeah. And then he mutates it, then he gets seven or eight triggers. And sure, it's just like, draw a card, get plus one, plus one. But then it starts going into the tap that creature until your next turn, bounce that permanent, tap that land, flip this person off shove this yeah. big cucumber up mr combo's rectum because that's what it felt like playing against that <laughs> mutate everyone should be scared of it everyone should be fearful of it that's all i have to say if, if it makes you feel any better i talked to single aaron afterwards and he said the exact same thing he was like i couldn't even get my deck off i couldn't even get my deck started before that deck already took over the entire game <laughs> look everybody yep. laughed at mutate here we are Mm, oh, it. I'm not laughing now. Yeah, it's a, no one's laughing you, now. You know what, Goad? You were all concerned about how you used to have uh, the Rakdos discard commander and how people picked on you because you made them discard cards. I believe you specifically called out Squee McGee. Uh, uh, yeah. Just know 
the heat you got for that deck, I will bring tenfold to the mutate <laughs> deck. You will feel to, to my quote wrath. Big Tuck from last week. Ruin it. You will ruin it. Get to ruin. All right, Squee McGee. Are there any games that you were able to play considering you barely have a social life now? I have no social life. I go to work and I come home and occasionally I interact with people that I work with. And then the other side of that is one day. And yes, I had a day off. It was wild. Slept. Woke up. I cleaned the house a little bit. And I went to the card shop. Bought three packs of Commander oh, Legends. Right. Pulled a mana drain. So y'all can suck it. <laughs> okay, we're ending squeeze segment because I'm tired of him. <laughs> Just getting all the damn luck in the world. He's the reason that card prices are the way they yeah. are. It's only it's only squeeze fault. It's squeeze scale. Think of that. Yeah, squeeze scale. You put a card on there. It tells you what it's worth today, and then it multiplies it by a hundred. It says that's what it's worth because <laughs> he's about to flood the you market do that, with them. And then like all cards are based at the pack price, so it's like mana drain cost is normal five ninety nine for squee forty five ninety nine for everybody else. That's that's how it works. <laughs> I like God. It. All right, Tuck. Were you able to get any games in? Uh, I did. We we have now. I've now uh, cultivated a cultivator's wow. caravan of uh, some folks here in the Charlotte metro area. So we did get some games in on Tuesday um, at the same place that one lunar cycle before I had made out in in the parking lot, same brewery. So that was weird. Um, but, uh, I got, I got to play two games, one of them, the second one, I played my Moldrotha deck, um, and I did get the rigmarole going with the Primal Surge and the Timestream Navigator, but nice. I decked myself because I didn't realize Tatiova's ability is not a May. So when I flipped Correct. over 40, la 20 lands or whatever, I just milled my, I decked myself out. Um, so, so, uh, that's, that card will be getting cut. Um, but, uh, I, which one, Tatiova or Time Street Navigator? Oh, I don't know yet. I didn't really do anything else that game besides that. I was at like seven life. Um, and then, uh, the other thing I want to talk about was I played, I finally dismantled my Boros deck and, um, I rebuilt As one everyone that everyone should. Yep, absolutely. And then I rebuilt with some spare parts I'd lying around. Mr. Combo, one of the cards um, from the Commander 2021 that you're a big fan of, the Alibu Ancient Witness, the the Golem. Yep. And uh, it was, I was playing with Scooty Shuffles and another guy who has a, he's the Coconut King. And they were both playing slower decks. And honestly, I had to like slow roll that deck. Because I think I'm like, turns, really? I had to like slow it down because I was like on turn seven, I would Alibu would have blasted someone for like 10, I think, or nine. And it just went from there. So uh, it, it's insanely strong. Uh, I hope I did. I'm worried that I went from a Boros deck that's really good, a Boros deck that's bad to one I don't like playing to one that's really good and I like playing it a lot. Uh, so yeah, so that, that deck's legit. Um, shout out to Jonathan Suarez from the Real Boy Magic uh, content creators over Star City Games for inspiring me. Well, you know, one card you should add to that since uh, Alibu likes a uh, hit in the face. A little bit of Grafted Exoskeleton in my oh, oh, <laughs> It fits. It's an artifact. It I, is. It is. I had, uh, funnily enough, in the Boros deck I tore apart, 
one was lying right there so <laughs> look i also have to bring up and we don't have to discuss it but you just casually glossed over making out in the parking lot of your current playgroup's spot and that's where i'm going to leave that but it's 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 only temporary. We rotate every two weeks. So there you go. Oh, you rotate where he you mean, make he out makeout every two partners, weeks. <laughs> not uh, yes. the venues. Correct. Always the same uh, venue, just a different makeout. Six different persons. Wow. Yeah, love it. Well, that's gonna wrap up Forty Life at a Dash. Now to cover what's going on in your local multiverse. What's the plane chase? So we're bringing back an old segment that we haven't done in, I think, over a year. Yes. Uh, We had started this in the beginning of the cast when we didn't really have a lot of ideas about news. And it was like, well, what are things that we could talk about? How about we talk about tutor and enchantments removal standards? Well, we haven't done that in such a long time that I thought it would be fun to talk about everyone's favorite removal. Creatures! Artifacts, <laughs> counter spells. No, it's actually land removal. Lands. We're talking about how to get in the way of lands. I mean, who wants them? Who just who everybody learned magic? Now, um, um, if I may, if I may be so but, bold, shall we call this our removal standard segment? Yeah, I think that's fine. Well, don't go oh, removal yeah. standards because we may get to a mana dork standard right? or oh, sure. oh, I like the mana dork standard. That'd be good. Let's well, call how about it. Um, how about we just call it deck standards yeah that's great yeah, I like that a lot. not color specific it's just the effect is specific i'm okay with it um yeah and so of course guys the restrictions we do with this so that way it's informative for you out there in the collective is we're not talking about the strip mines of the world uh or the uh, armageddon's of the world because those cards get used a lot so we're only focusing on cards that, as of this recording, show being used in less than 1,000 EDH rec decks. So I'm going to start this off with a card that I didn't know existed. <laughs> it's pretty, let's see, sweaty is like the super complicated one. Yes. Yeah, greasy, greasy is the, the slides easy. right in. Slimy's the slimy one, bad. yeah. And then the green Sweaty, the, gotta work. The, yes, exactly. All right. This is going to be very sweaty. Burning of Zen Yi. Oh my God. Is that a portal? Is that a portal card? Yes, it is. Portal? Oh my God. It's red, red. It's a sorcery rare. You can pick it up from a From the Vault Annihilation for $1.15 or the OG copy for $52. And it states, you destroy four <laughs> lands you control, then target opponent destroys four lands he or she controls, then burning of Zinyi deals four damage to each creature. So I look at this as an extremely sweaty <laughs> land removal card because a lot of times the land removal that you want to do, it's the uh, Gaius Cradles of the world. Sure. Or mm-hmm. it's going to be some sort of effect where it's tap this, get mana for all the different things that you have on the battlefield. Well, this kind of gives you a pseudo board wipe. So now they're right. going to be less incentivized to keep those. So you're going to board wipe them most likely. And then they're going to get rid of those troublesome lands that you were worried about. Yes, I hear you. It also board wipes you and everyone else <laughs> and also gets rid of four of your lands. But it does say destroy. And there are lots of ways through artifacts and through effects that you can make your lands indestructible so then that way it's only your opponent's lands that actually get destroyed so that's why it's sweaty 
Yep. Yeah, yeah, you you are going to lose stuff unless you can figure out a way to protect your board as well. But also think about it. There's a lot of land decks that run red that you want to get lands to the graveyard, like my Lord Windgrace deck. Right, right, right. I would absolutely, I may get a card like this to put in there because it seems great. Oh, I'll bend four of my lands because I'm going to get them back with Windgrace's ability or a dredge effect or something like that. So... I'm going to pause. I, you guys can tell I'm excited about this card. Squee, what do you think of Burning of Zin Yi? I like it so much that it was also one of my picks. I have now altered my my pick because I didn't, I didn't want to match up. I want to talk about some land destruction here today. So I didn't want to match up, but I also picked this because it's absolute chaos. It's my favorite thing in the game. Destroy a bunch of your own lands. Destroy somebody else's lands everybody's creatures they can all die does it matter <laughs> this this card just basically says all right well let's go ahead and, and uh let's restart here everybody who's slowest y'all keep your lands and the rest of us are gonna lose some lands and everybody lose your creatures i love it i absolutely love it i wouldn't even put it as sweaty i'd say this is a greasy slam dunk and that's the awesome thing that's like egregious over here i got a little too excited it's not greasy that's not good ahead of ourselves no i absolutely got ahead of myself there but uh before you go i i actually do have something hilarious and the master's edition three which is an mtgo printing only i believe Oh yes, burning of Zen Yi. It's it's text on the card actually reads. It's the only copy that reads this way. It's yep. text box reads. Each player sacrifices four lands. Then burning of Zen Yi deals four damage to each creature. Oh my! Could you That's imagine so much it? Better. Was it? <laughs> it's so oh, much man. better for Commander. No, but that it's would be greasy. But it's because it's, be, you, it's that would be greasy. It's because they used to code these incorrectly because there there used to only be formats that were one on one. Right? So that's why it's each player. Right, right, right. Uh, no, this is great. Um, I, Look, this I, is magic. I read the literal text. Each yeah. player. This is how this works. Uh, so no, I, I think this is I think this is great. Um, I think it's any sort of land destruction that you have to pay the piper as well, I'm a big fan of. Ooh, um, nice especially there with the uh, like Elvish Piper. Oh, it might be. Or uh, Pied Piper for those who watch Silicon Valley. So yeah, so this is cute. I like, and also I like that it Piper deals Chapman, all da yes, all, all damage to all the creatures. Very, very cute. Great start. All right. Well, Squee, I took your first one. What's your next one? All right. So I had to go on an emergency replacement here. So I'm also talking about red. Actually, as as far as I can tell, I'm talking about red and a splash of maybe a swamp here later i was gonna uh, i was gonna say i am only talking red today baby yeah i think everybody oh, is because that's destroy lands well mr Combo, you do whatever you want then i'm talking tectonic rift so it's an uncommon oh yes that was on the list i just i just cut that <laughs> yeah sorcery destroy target land creatures without flying can't block this turn this gives you a, a couple pluses here you know, one, get rid of a land. Yeah, it's four mana, blah, blah, blah. It's a little bit expensive. That's why it's not going to be a staple in everybody's deck. But as a standard, you want to destroy somebody's good land. Maybe their guy is cradle. Maybe whatever it is that they have out that could make their creatures unblockable. There's a, a myriad of different things. But what I really like about this, too, is it, it combos that with being able to swing in and know that Whoever you want to swing at, ideally, when you play this card, will not be able to block your stuff. I like this card a lot. Um, it, it has multi-purpose and destroying lands, as if we haven't already gotten into into this segment, 
doesn't get used very often in a Magic the Gathering because people really, 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 and I can't emphasize that enough, really hate it. But you should use it. But I hear people hate discarding cards more than their lands getting destroyed, or at least that's what the goat tells me. I don't know. <laughs> I get confused. Hey, uh, hey, look, no. look, I also heard that mutate is the, the most hated thing in the game, so... Oh are. my god, F mutate. Uh, well, I agree on everything <laughs> yes. you had. I also had te te tectonic rift on my list, and the biggest reason is that it says target land, not target basic or non-basic. Yes, exactly. Yep. So that definitely opens it up, and the creatures of that flying can't block this turn. Basically, says your creatures can't block or can't be blocked this turn. Um, so it's a great finisher, and especially in commander, since there's multiple players, this would be perfect. For, I don't know, those players like Squee McGee that like to play Glacial Chasm. Oh. What? Um, hitting the, what, the people what that hate. Squee McGee do you know that likes playing Glacial Chasm? <laughs> uh, so this that would be a classic for us, Day 2 Wong yeah. card. Yeah. So this is the great card for those kind of players when they're like, I'm perfectly fine. You can't do anything to me. It's like, well, I'm going to play this, and then I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Oh. In one turn. Oh, Agreed. Yeah. Also... This card has pretty decent flavor text. I have to read it because I actually like it. You will kneel before me even if I have to split the earth under your feet. Ooh, that's oh, good. Sounds kind of sexual. I like that. Uh, Tuck, what do you think? Same. Uh, this the red uh, has a varietal of these cards, if you will, that are four mana, destroy a land, and something else. The the Ur example being Stone Rain, where it's a land and an artifact. Uh, so yeah, so I think that it, especially as we started, as we've talked about during our cast, um, both this and the Phantom podcast, uh, Bruising Builds, flying is very underrated as an ability. So being able to take that out of the equation, swing through a bunch of drakes, a bunch of dragons, definitely worth it. Uh, we do have a, right. a quick correction here. Stone rains three mana and only destroys target land. What am I thinking of? I'm not sure. I don't remember. Anyways. Tuck, uh, you have now shared one card with the group. Give us another card. Uh, so this one, I this is my greasy pick. Um, I have, because I've run this before in, in decks like my Marquesa of the Black Rose that caused me to throw up at one point in my life, literally, when I got it in the mail. This card <laughs> was an all-star. So Avalanche Riders has a lot of utility if you can get the loop going. So Avalanche Riders is three colors and a red for a creature. Uh, human Nomad. Ooh, maybe in the human stack. It has haste and echo for its casting costs, and echo's kind of a, a you want to talk about a redacted bit, this is a redacted evergreen ability. <laughs> um, echo three colors in red. At the beginning of your upkeep, this came under the control since the beginning of your last upkeep. Sacrifice unless you pay its echo's cost. When Avalanche Riders enters the battlefield, destroy target land, and it's a 2-2 with haste. So for me, it's like if you are playing a creature build or something where you're oh, able... Oh, Tuck, I'm sorry. I have to interrupt you. And you can get it in gold-bordered. Oh, no way. Oh, what, what the hell am I doing? I need to go get that right now. Um, actually, I cut this from, I, I cut this, I cut this from Marquesic. I actually ended up cutting this from the deck because I thought it was too oppressive. But anyways, the gold so, it has to be more expensive than the regular one. Oh, no, it's sir. It's cheaper than all the other copies. Yeah. Really? Wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so anyway, for me, it's like if you're playing, obviously, if you're just like playing this in a deck where you're trying to destroy land, not that great, right? But for me, you wouldn't play this in a deck unless you had ways of recurring it, whether you're playing some sort of reanimator theme or something where you're going to be able to do this over and over again. And that's why the creature type matters a lot, um, in my opinion. 
So again, it's kind of an easy, it's an easy choice if this is something that you can recur, turn, 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 um, really start picking off lands. And lastly, I'll say it does, it also has the land clause, not non-basic or basic. Yeah, uh, I think the thing that I like about it is it could fit a lot of molds and a lot of Rakdos builds mm -hmm. that need creatures to sacrifice to get the value. And so this you basically look at, because I'm just thinking of my Greven deck, for example, becoming right. a combat sack or creature. Yep. I draw cards equal to its power, lose it to the toughness, I believe. Yeah. Um, and so this is a great card to where it's like, there's cards in the deck that I just pay mana for. And it's like, well... I'm probably just going to sacrifice them so they won't even get their combat trick, but that's okay because I want Greven's effect. This gives me like a basically like the previous card, Tectonic uh, Rift, to where well, I'm going to pay four mana. I'm going to blow up a troublesome land. And in my Greven example, I'm going to lose two life, draw two cards. So it's going to replace itself. Right, and then right. on top of that, Greven's going to get bigger by two. So I think depending on the right build, even if you can't recur it, it may have some sort of value there sure. uh, just from a, you know what, you need to, you need sacrifice fodder to do stuff. So instead of having fodder that does nothing or only something when it does, does an effect that's anti-fodder, basically, you know, sacrifice, mm. obviously you don't want stuff that deals combat damage to do tricks. This is a good one to uh, think of. I, sure. I agree. So I have a couple things here. First, illustrated by Edward P. Beard Jr. Best illustrator name that we have in Magic. Ed That's P. Beard. Have to say. Uh, and secondly, this seems to me like one of those cards that was designed before Commander was a thing that was intended to be a bad card with the echo cost. And ended up actually being a pretty good card and commander to Mr. Combo's point where you can use this with certain commanders to be a doubled up effect. Like destroy a land, you know, sacrifice a creature, get multiple triggers, that type of thing. And that I really enjoy about magic. It's just such the randomness of it, of cards that were designed in the past to be bad now have multiple functions that make them potentially more expensive than they should or ever were before. Uh, here's another interesting thing that ties to EDH. Edward P. Beard was the original artist. Junior, sir. Junior, thank you. Who did the original Elder Dragons, like Chromium, the original Nicobolus. Really? He did all of them. Yeah. Oh, wow. Is wow. that crazy? Actually, what, what's interesting is Edward P. Beard himself should have done the Elder Dragons, and Junior should have done the Younger Dragon. Mm. I would sure. So, since I believe I shared one with Squee, uh, actually... Share two with Squeak because I also had Tectonic Rift. So this oh, would be snap. the third one on my list. Um, this is a very interesting card. So your opponents do have a modal choice to stop this effect. It's just how much life are they willing to pay? <laughs> okay. So we're talking about a piece of magic history, Ooh. the reserved list from the dark. Cleansing. The dark, baby. That is white, 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 sorcery. All lands are destroyed. Well, I'll give you guys the actual card text, and I'll give you the errated. Um, all land is destroyed. Players may prevent cleansing from destroying specific lands by paying one life for each land they wish to protect. Effects that prevent or redirect damage may not be used to counter this loss of life. Now the way it reads is for each land, destroy that land unless any player pays one life. So basically, it's more... No, your opponents aren't going to save the other yeah. players. So this is a great card to play when you have that Tatiova player that has 25 lands out. And sure, they may be at like 40 life or 45 life, 
but are they willing to go down to 20 to save all their mana? Or are they going to lose probably half the lands that they put in their deck? So I like this yes. because it's modal. Uh, piece of magic history at $26. And your opponents could get out of it. it, it yep. You're not the bad guy. You're not an Armageddon. It's, uh, it's a choice. Mm-hmm. So, Squee, what do you think of cleansing? First, you're still the bad guy. Just going to put that out there. Just letting you know. You're not getting, you're not skirting around that playing this card and thinking you're not the oh, bad it's guy. It's been skirted. Uh, any card that says all lands are destroyed, bad guy. That is the name of the card. Now, technically, um, this does says for each land destroy that land unless a player says something. I'm looking at a copy that says all lands are destroyed. So I don't know, man. Bad guy. I I like it. I hate it. I never want to see this played. I don't want to put it in any of my decks. For fuck's sake, don't spend $26.46 on this card. But I don't know. In the commander, it seems like you spend $26 guaranteed. You're making all of your opponents lose however much life they have for uh, uh, lands because they're going to save them. It's a little I, situational. So, I honestly... So I, I guess that's my biggest reservation there. Maybe somebody only has five or six lands. Maybe they only have seven or eight lands. Maybe we aren't playing Forest Day too long every game and there isn't an abundance of lands. But oh, I don't. I I really don't. I just I'm so on the fence on this card. I love what it does. It's a little chaotic, but at the same rate, it just seems so clunky to me. Uh, I'm not on the fence about this. Uh, I'm gonna say because Mr. Combo, I know you run Armageddon in what two decks, maybe three? Yeah, a couple. Honestly, I think this would be an easy swap. No way. Yeah, no way. because you don't all... swap Armageddon for this ever. Oh, for sure. Because no. like, like you said, you, you want to give the... somebody a chance to get out of Armageddon. Yeah, because you never. Hell you no, never, you don't. You never oh, Armageddon. You want to wipe all the lands and take advantage of that. You, you never Armageddon when people have. You never Armageddon on turn four, right? God, you always Armageddon like turn eight, that nine, you ten. Play a life gain deck, and they have enough life to do whatever they want. So for me, it's like if you're gonna play Armageddon, you never play. You're playing Armageddon to slow down faster players than you, or to like kind of lock them out, right? So there's times where you probably want to play Armageddon, but you're too far. Like you need another couple turns to go around. So for me, it's like okay, I'm I'm taking very low from this. I'll pay four life to keep all my lands, but then as a person who's been ramping in Simic decks like crazy, are they really gonna take twelve? Are they really going to take 15, dependingly? Maybe they'll keep like a, a handful, but they're just going to take damage to them. So that's, that's so why I like this I, more than Armageddon. What, where I think the floor is for this card, there's a red card that I run in Neheb. It's a colorless red. It's a sorcery speed, so same speed as this. Uh, and it says each player takes four. Yeah, flameless. Yeah, that's right, it. yeah. Yeah. And I look at this card for three. I think the bare minimum I'm going to get is each player taking four life. So its floor is probably Flame Rift because Should, to your point, if yeah. someone only has four or five lands, they're just gonna they'll pay, pay, yeah, they'll, pay the, they'll, they'll pay the Piper to bring that bit back. And, and there's already playable cards for that. But I think you get the ceiling of the card to where even if you don't say the 20 plus land Simic deck or the Lord Windgrace deck, like I actually I did uh, this last weekend, 
you still could get someone who has 12 that starts trying to figure it out and they're like i could live with six yeah so you just got rid of six of their lands and made them lose six life for three mana and that's one player right yeah and that's one player so that's where i think as long as i can get four from each person I'm actually okay with this card because yep. it basically did what other playable cards do. Right, right, right. I'll be it for one more mana, but its its ceiling could literally be the heavens because there is no land because you blew them all up. Look, I think it's Water I think World. it is playable. Absolutely, is it an Armageddon replacement? Not in any way, shape, or form. You could even spin. I can't even think. Now, the question is, makes sense. And I will have had this answer before the cast comes out. Do they sell this card in foil? Because if so, I'm getting it. Uh, no, because it's from the dark. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Squee, what is your next card? All right. Another pretty... Wait, I mean, we're talking about standards here, but like, it's pretty damn standard. It's from Tempest. It's Aftershock. Two colorless, two red, sorcery, destroy target, artifact, creature, or land. Aftershock deals three damage to you. Yeah, this card's really good, actually. <laughs> Extremely mode. Like, you could use it for a lot of different things. The artifact, the creature, or land. And it, as we've been talking about, only specifies land. Not non-basic, basic, anything like that. And three damage in commander to the opposite whatever. of yeah. the point on the last yeah. cleansing. You know, like, take three damage, whatever. Doesn't hurt. Doesn't feel bad. I'm fine with that. If I needed to remove somebody's thing off of their board, and this removes a lot of different things, including lands, I like this card a lot. Uh, also, I'm pretty sure the artist... Okay, so the artist's name... And Mr. Comedy, you have to check me on this. I'm like 99% sure is the same name of Ryan Reynolds' character in Blade Trinity. Hannibal King. Hannibal Absolutely. King? Is that his yeah, name? for sure. I remember yeah, like, absolutely. when he like dives through the window, like some guy yeah. off screen's like Hannibal King, <laughs> like he's a Mortal Kombat character. Yep. Turns out Ryan That's Reynolds is Aftershock. Yeah, I really like this card. It's very, it's very much what I'm all here for. Yeah, I don't like cards that pigeonhole you. So the fact it, sorcery sucks, but it is a common. But hey, artifact, creature, or land. Yeah. You're going to have uses yeah. for it no matter what. And quite frankly, I looked for instant destroy target land cards. Not many of not them. A lot, not a lot to work with. Really aren't. Uh, I, actually, I couldn't recall finding one or I would have put it in here. All right, Tuck, what's your next one? All right, so this one has... I, I was kind of on the fence about this one. This one is what I would call slimy because it's not something you could put in every deck, but the ones that you put it in... Could be really interesting. So I'm talking about Devastating Dreams. Double red for a sorcery. As an additional cost to cast this spell, discard X cards at random. Each player sacks X lands. Devastating Dreams deals X damage to each creature. So for me, this is kind of interesting in the way that if you care about discarding your own cards, it's kind of a benefit there. Or like Mr. Combo in your Lord Windgrace deck, if you're playing a red and something land matters deck that has a graveyard component to it, like, cool, I'll discard two cards, lose two lands. Everyone else is losing two lands. I'm wiping out a bunch of tokens, and then I'll just be able to get those lands right back into play with whatever mm -hmm. trick I'm trying to do. So that's why, to me, it's not like a slam dunk, but I, like, I think it's interesting in the right deck, and I think it has potential in the right deck as well. 
So you're not doing this as a X for six or seven. You're doing it for two, maybe three tops. Yeah, right. Un unless like you have that, unless you're about to win the game or something and you can, you know, if you have like a bunch of, you know, I don't know, six sixes and you're like, okay, this is going to be a board wipe and no one's going to be able to recover from this because no one's going to have Swords of Plowshares or Wrath of God mana. Then you do sure. it for the bigger end. But for me, this is, like you said, this is like a two, somewhere between like a two and a four, 80% of the time you cast it. This card to me is a win con in th almost three different ways. Like this, I think this is super undervalued. If you can play this in a multicolored deck and you have something that would deal damage to somebody, for example, for discarding cards, you discard cards and you can discard down to X. Maybe you drew a bunch of cards. So you have 10, 12, 15 cards in your hand. You discard 15 and wipe everybody out. Maybe you do that and deal damage to each creature and player. So then you can do double on top of that. So if you have a discard effect that deals damage to people, plus this one dealing damage on top of the discard, then... Seven turns to 14 really damn quick. And then I also see this as a, like, sack lands. That's that's probably, and it's, it's interesting to me that we're talking about sacking lands or, or destroying lands here today. Like, I do like the sack lands because, say, somebody has permanents or indestructible, gets around that. Right. Nice. Um, and at the same rate, maybe you can do something where people get pinged for stacking lands, too. I think this card is extremely underplayed. I've never heard of it before. I'm extremely excited to see it. And I think that you could win a lot of games if you want to go to our alternate universe podcast and call this a yeast card. Ooh. Dig it. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. It's weird. Sure. It's a weird uh, one. <laughs> I mean, you could definitely run this mana. in like a Neku. You could definitely put this in like a Nekuzar deck where you know you're punishing them for their discards and they're drawing and resources are already limited mm -hmm. um like yeah i mean it, it, there's something there uh what it is i'm not too sure uh but i'm sure i don't want devastating dreams myself yeah, yeah exactly listen i have a lot of uh some would call them moist dreams so maybe a devastating dream oh, here and there no, might be nice. that was the worst statement i've ever heard <laughs> well, i'm leaving the moist uh group and i'm gonna talk about my third card uh let me tell you this card is sweaty so sweaty and it's hard to pronounce <laughs> we're talking oh about a suspend oh card from everyone's favorite creature type lurgoyfs Detritivor. What? D-E-T-R-I-T-I-V-O-R-E. Two colorless red-red creature, <laughs> Lurgorf. Its power toughness for each equal, equal the number of non-basic land cards in your opponent's graveyards. But here's what it does have. Suspend X. X, three colorless red. X can't be zero. Whenever a time counter is removed... From Detrafor, while it's removed from the game, destroy target non-basically. Oh my god, that is dripping. You could load it up with time counters, keep it out there, and then every one of your upkeeps, you're just taking one off. Is this, taking, is, this stupid, is this stupid? Is this stupid? Is this card stupid enough to put in something that's like a, a red green? Oh, like a Zedra deck that cares about like that are like upkeep matters. <laughs> Where like you have your paradoxes hazy. Multiple upkeeps. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I think so. This could be the oh. sweatiest card you've talked that's, about that's, in a long yeah, time. Yeah, that like, is that is that, good. If, yeah. if, 
if it said target land, but it says target non-basic land at the end of that. Hey. And that just, that really just stabs yeah, that, it and twists it sideways. Hey, I'm just Ooh. telling you, most people are stressed about non-basic land. Yes. And at least at the end of this whole rigmarole, you get a probably two, two or four, <laughs> whatever it is. Well, see, at least this, you get something out is, of it. So this, this is, this brings up, I like this card, but I think this brings up like this really interesting, like sub. Cause there's this like, um, there are certain cards like, uh, blood moon, right? Just off the top of my head that like punishes people for having an expensive man base or mana base. Right. And there's some people, Mr. Combo, you are included in this, that in some of your decks you might only have, you literally might have in the entire deck three targets for this, right? Depending on the deck. Like you're in some of your five color in your in some of your five color decks, you have like no, one no, of you each. You mean I I would maybe not Sorry. have five three targets. You would have yes, I was exactly. About to say, almost the entire mana base is. Yeah, yeah, that, exactly. That's what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> so like I do. I am a fan of cards that punish greedy mana bases, and I think this is one that's right up there. Especially if you want to put the effort in to try to get multiple upkeeps. Like, there's that new Sphinx that you get like an upkeep at the end of your mm. turn. That could be cute-ish, yeah. but I. This is oh, a deep man. one. Well, a combo. Not, I don't think you gotta have so much mana to load this thing up, though. Is it a second upkeep or a second main or a, a third main phase? You get a at the end of your second main phase, you get an untap upkeep draw. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it. It's it's so complicated and it's horribly written. So, but anyways, here we are. It's magic, right? So everyone, go out and spike Tetra Tavor. <laughs> yeah, Tetra <laughs> Tavor is going to the moon. Fifty-eight All cents right. to a dollar, baby. Sweet. Do you have any cards left? Yes, I have one card left for the folk here today. I love my uh, hybrid mana symbols. We're going with Fulminator Mage. So oh, one colorless and two black-red hybrid mana symbols. It's a rare. It's a creature elemental shaman. Sacrifice Fulminator Mage. Destroy target non-basic land. It's a 2-2. Two -two. I just like having this on the board. Easy to get out there. It's mana friendly. You can sack it anytime you want at instant speed, which we just talked about. There really is not a good instant speed option to remove somebody's non-basic lane. That's very true. So you put this onto the board. Once you have it out there, say somebody's like, oh, I'm going to play this land, and then you figure out, yep. oh, that's my combo piece, and I'm going to go and win the game. You go, well, maybe not. And you destroy that land as soon as it lands. So it's not going to win you games, but it's going to help you not lose games. So I have two points on this. Number one, how shitty would it feel if this was your ultimate box topper from Ultimate Masters? Uh, I don't know, I, Tuck. Can you tell I us? I get a feeling uh, you, you may or may not know about that. No, I got Balefire Dragon, which is about as bad. Uh, but also, Mr. Combo, this was the same price as Voice of Resurgence at some point. This was like a $40 or $50 card. Because this, no. this is one of the few ways you could stop Tron in Modern. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It just got played in. It was like a sideboard card in Jun Modern, I think. Um, but yeah, now nice. coming in at a hot dollar thirty-two. Exactly. Oh, how we done fell. Uh, yes, <laughs> I, I like Full Metal Shaman. Uh, Full Metal Mage. It is an elemental Shaman. Very relevant for for this discussion. But yes, uh, if you can recycle it, if you can reuse it, only gets better. All right. Well, Tuck. Give us your next one. All right. Uh, I got a real I got a real dripper here. I got a real 
And I literally strained my I strained myself to think of a deck that this would actually be good in. And I think okay. the only one that's like on the range would be uh Ultra Budget Brews, uh Golgari Enchantment or I'm sorry, um Gruel Enchantment deck. So let's give it a okay. quick peek over and maybe you can hear it in the distance as it grows louder while rumbling. So we're talking about rumbling crescendo. Three colors, oh, yeah. black, black. Yeah. Enchantment. At the beginning of your upkeep, you may put a first counter on Rumbling Crescendo. One black, one red, sack it. Destroy up to X target lands where X is the number of first counters on Rumbling Crescendo. So for five oh, mana, gosh. you have an enchantment that literally does nothing and, until you wait a turn. <laughs> and then for one red mana, it'll blow up a, a land. <laughs> We're talking turn so what you're eight telling me, to ten here. This could be extremely impactful for the main investment into just getting Rumbling Crescendo on the on the battlefield. I could suspend Detritivor one time. for the same mana, and I get my upkeep. But then I actually get a one-one creature at the end, where you you just blow up. One Correct. Land. Yes. That, I oh, okay. Yeah. Yo, yo, that's a, that is that is a correct assessment, uh, and I will be taking no further questions. Uh, we'll see. You, we'll see you soon. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly correct. Uh, also, just FYI, right. just FYI, last thing I'll say is it is a May ability. Just in case you feel like it's getting too big. <laughs> so, I, I I have a few left. I'm just gonna rapid fire through them because uh, I want to make sure we get onto the weatherlight report and uh, keep yes, the episode course. at a low number. So, one of the ones though that I did want to bring up before I sign off is: Have you guys ever heard of Helldozer? Because I sure as hell. Oh yeah. Three colorless, black, black, black creature, zombie giant, six five. It's a rare for a dollar forty. Pay black, black, black. Tap destroy target land. If that land was non-basic, untap Helldozer. Uh -huh. uh, what does black like to do? Make a lot of mana. Like, yep. Float like. 13 and okay i'll destroy that on basic untap destroy that untap destroy that untap i don't know how i don't have this in my zombie deck great yeah, question yeah gross. it should be in every zombie deck um and i also have to another flavor uh flavor shout out sometimes you go to hell and sometimes hell comes to you pretty good <laughs> um another one that i had this is going to be playgroup situational and i'm bringing it up because i'm seeing it more and more in our playgroup savian elves Single green, summon elves from the dark. It's a 1-1. One, one. You could pay green, green, tap it, target enchanted land, uh, destroy target aura attached to land, basically. Oh. I used to say target enchant land is destroyed. Now you just destroy the aura. But I have seen more and more of people using the wild growths of the world and things like that. Portal, yeah. Now green kind of has the a The world's coming to... full circle. Wild growths are back. I love it. <laughs> people are finally realizing that's a good ramp card. You, you don't destroy the land, but you you kind of cut the land in half. Sure. Um, and I think if you're running an elf deck, you're going to get elf value from it. So there's probably not a huge negative to doing it. One of the next... I am pro, I am pro wild growth, by the way, collected. <laughs> know that. Know that. Uh, well, this is a great one that, uh, Tuck, you may need to put in your Bruise and Builds deck that's coming out this uh, Saturday. Spreading Algae. Single green enchant land from 8th edition. Spreading Algae can only enchant a swamp. When oh. enchanted land becomes tapped, destroy it. When it's put into the graveyard, return Spreading Algae to its owner's hand. Black gets played. I yeah. guarantee there's some black mana at your table every game you sit down at. 
95% of the time, there's going to be swamps. And here's the cool thing. If you guys wanted to get techie with it, you could run this in your Golgari deck because you probably run Urborg in that, which turns everything oh. into swamps. And then you start enchanting other people's island swamps, command tower swamps, sure. whatever you want. And then you just start destroying all of those. You get the thing back. Uh, it It's very, very cute. Yes. And I think you would be here for it in your Siona deck for 28 cents. It's, it's worth it. I'd say this is beyond cute. I would say this should have been your first pick of the day. <laughs> this card's great. I love it. Absolutely love it. All right. So the last one for the day before I kick it over to Tuck. This is kind of that modal card that Squee talked about with his red one. For four mana, destroy target artifact, destroy target creature, destroy uh, target land. Well, Stream of Acid does the same thing, just a little bit worse, but it does it in black. <laughs> oh. so two colorless black, black, sorcery, destroy target land or non-black creature. Wow. So this, this very right. easily, not it's quite as murder. good as murder. I was going to say, it's just a little better, better than murder. It's sorcery A little better speed, than murder. <laughs> but it does give black, you know, I think black's one of those colors that, you know, for years it didn't have enchantment removal. Now everyone has that one enchantment removal, like Feed the Swarm. Yeah, or yeah, it's like just, that. that's the one, yep. Um, and so Stream of Acid should start to make more rounds in black decks because I think the biggest negative a black deck would have is it says non black creature. There's actually a lot of black removal cards that say non black creature. Right, yeah. So I don't think that piece of the rules text matters. The fact that you're basically paying the same as you would for other removal spells, but now you can get rid of lands or a creature, very, very good. Yes. So. Those were that's the good, additional ones that one. I had. Tuck, did you have any left? I got one more, and it, I use this. It's the same logic. You can use. You can apply the same logic to it that you did, where it's like everyone's playing black, um, everyone's playing swamp. Uh, just gonna round out here with our old pal Boyle, three colorless and red for oh an instant gosh. destroy all islands. Uh, blue, yeah. blue is the strongest color in Magic, uh, and for those who don't know, has been fully usurped by green by four country miles with the with the printing of modern horizons too so you will probably be able to cast this and it'll at least be probably like a five to an eight for one so mr combo has a question i i am taking them uh, out yes uh i i show that boil and boiling seas is literally the same card and they're both printed in the same set who was drunk at wizards boiling seas is a sorcery oh that's an instant okay uh, Follow-up question. Yes, take it. Why did they ever print Boiling Seas, considering it's a sorcery and just literally a worse <laughs> version of Boil? Uh, uh, well, I think that's all the time we have here. I'm going to pass it back over to Mr. Combo. Uh. <laughs> well, I hope everyone enjoyed this segment. Uh, this was actually a lot of fun. Yes. I'm glad we did it. Uh, we will have to uh, do it again for our next mechanic. Well, that's going to wrap up. What's the plane chase? Now in that last segment, Squee dives into those creative juices with the weather label. Ooh, welcome back to the Weatherlight Report, coming to you live from Weatherlight Chopper. Uh, actually, no, no, we're going to rephrase that. Coming to you live from Stealth Bomber. Whoa. Number six. Uh, yeah, good luck firing missiles was, at this I was going to say the... No, I'm not dead. Yes, I'm still here. I'm alive. C Squeeze alive. The CRA, the CRA is going to have a real, real trouble with that. Yeah, the, uh, what was that? Cryptolith right, Army. Right Association, I believe. Army. Yeah, no, you or, said association. Or association. Oh, no, let's go association, yeah. So I got to I gotta, I gotta 
regain my steez. Mr. Combo came in with this extremely expensive card. Yeah. And this ridiculous land type of, you know, legendary land. Legends. Book. Yeah. Well, you know Useful. what? Screw it. I'm going to choose a ridiculously more expensive card and do Landwalk as well. So we're talking about Eladomri, Lord of Leaves, coming in at, for some f**k's sake, $130. Reserve what the yes. hell? <laughs> this is ridiculous. I used to have multiple of these, and now I'm upset. Uh, Anyways, I'm glad I got land... my copy for Karametri years ago. Yeah, yeah. This card used to be nothing. Anyways, two green, summon legend. I'm reading the old text. Deal with it. It's from Tempest. All elves gain forest walk. Elves cannot be the target spells or abilities. It's a 2-2. Two, two. Sure. We're not talking about any elves today as far as I can tell. So for those who want to actually know what this card says, it's a 2-2 two, two elf warrior. That's a 2-2. Two, two, or 2-2 two, two elf warrior for 2 green. Other elf creatures have forest walk. Other elves have shroud. Uh, yeah, it sounds a lot like what I said, which is summon legend. All elves gain forest walk. Elves can't be target spells or abilities. Got it. First card I wanted to talk about coming in, I believe, at around $12. Seems pretty useful in this deck as well. Let's talk about Song of the Dryads, Mr. Combo. God damn it. I saw Love what you card. did there last week. I saw what you did there last week. Tried to pick no. Song of the Dryads as a weatherlight report. I'm going to do the same goddamn thing to you. Enchant Permanent. Enchant Permanent is a colorless forest land. Seems like maybe you want to put that on somebody else's permanent, and then you get forest walk and all your elves swing through. Sounds like legendary uh, land walk is better. No, it doesn't. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I love this card. I mean, yeah, the, the Forest Walk's nice if you're trying to make this a uh, Voltron commander. But really, Song of the Dryads is just shit on whoever's best creature is out there and just say, sorry, you can't do anything with it yeah. forever. No, in, in this deck, it actually does double duty because, like, I'm not thinking Voltron by any means. It's just, this is green elf tribal but we're gonna throw in forest walk for fun and figure out a way to make sure everybody has a forest and that way nobody can block you so like this card yeah one removes their best card that they got hands down and two makes it so they can't block any of your creatures love it i think it's perfect let's get a little dive into <sighs> some of the older cards here i believe this is three kingdoms we're talking about thelonite monk so two colorless two greens a cleric tap sacrifice a green creature to turn target land into a basic forest it's a one two. Oh, okay all right interesting this does double duty as well because not only as we were just talking about lands here this takes a non-basic land turns it into a basic forest so anybody's guy's cradle anybody's sarah's sanctum hmm. whatever ball coffers like of the this, world yeah this is a a really good non-basic land removal spell, and then it also plays with your commander and your elves because you can give them forest walk by turning anything into a forest. But for for what it is, at a, a straight tap, yeah, it's four to get out onto the board. But right. once it's onto the board, anybody's non-basic lands that are are messing with anything are done for. I mean. Uh I may find a home for this in both my elf and my snakes decks. Because I make 1-1 one, one green elves or 1-1 one, one green snakes. Yep. Seems Ooh, pretty okay right. to tap it and just start getting rid of troublesome lands. Or, oh, I see you have a blue open. Let me turn that into a forest. Yeah. Uh, also, like, I, 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 I think this card's extremely useful. Also, just for those playing the home game, uh, it has been added to it will not add or remove snow to or from a land. 
very important wow. in the moda in the modern metagame. Well, thank you for keeping us up to speed here in the metagame. All right, I got two left. Talking about Elvish Branch Bender. Two colorless and a green creature elf druid from Lorwyn? I think that's the set. Yes, uh, yeah. Tap. Until end of turn, target forest becomes an XX tree folk creature in addition to its other types, where X is the number of elves you control. Interesting. Really, I just like this because we're playing elves in this deck and we're dealing with lands and you can turn one of your forests into a gigantic tree folk. And it honestly, if you're playing elves, this card is, I think, a sleeper. Like, this I, seems yeah. to fit into a lot of elf decks because it's guaranteed you're going to have at least one forest to turn into a big creature. If you got 50 or 100 elves, why the hell not? Again, it's only a tap Well, if you ability. have 50 or 100 elves, I assume you're just winning outright at that point. Well, that but, would be that would be nice, but you know they're all one ones or two twos, so you can maybe take one or two players out, and then you take the third player out with your gigantic oh, with your hundred hundred with your tree with your tree, yeah. tree, tree folk. Okay, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah, here. All, all I could really picture right here is they should make an altar of this, where this is Gingy on uh, the the big gingerbread monster's shoulder, and then there's oh, a token yeah. of the tree folk. That's the massive Gingy, because that's all I can picture right now. It's like, go get him! And then it's like, oh. How many times have you seen the Shrek series is my question. You know a lot of cuts. Like three times? All of them? That was from like the second or third, was it not? Uh, second. Wow. Yeah, second. Some I think oh, the third this... one's the one where they have like his kids involved. I think I've only seen that one. Okay. Well, you know what? Just to just to to make this all come round, it has great flavor text, and I'm gonna read it like the gingerbread man. Let's go here. Nice. How do the vine bread feel? Far? We do not ask the puppet how it feels when the puppeteer bids it stands. That actually is good flavor text. I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, see, yeah, yeah I like work. that one. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah. All right, Squee, what's your last card for this uh, Eldamari Lord of Leave? All right, I wanted to be as cute as goddamn possible here by giving other people forest so we could gain forest walk, which is the, the main theme of this deck, which kids, you know, if you're building a deck around that, ooh, you're not going to win a lot of games. But let's go. Talking about Sky Shroud Claim. You've heard of it. You've seen it. You know what it is. Don't even have to type that in. Yeah. Three colorless and a green sorcery common. Search your library for up... Two two forest cards, put them onto the battlefield, then shuffle your library. What's very key here is it does not say under your control. Yeah, and actually, Squeet, that's where you could tell what someone's magic budget is. If they think that Sky Shard claims a good ramp card or a bad ramp card. Because I will tell you, when I first started playing Magic, I thought it was a bad ramp card. Kadamba's Reach is better. Cultivate's better. Rampant Growth. But once I started putting money into my decks, I was like, oh, those say basic. Now my deck is filled with dual lands or shocks yeah. or checks. Let me grab those instead and put them on the battlefield. Can you put, let's, let's just do a little can bit you put them? You see, what, what, what's funny, though, is I'm talking about putting these forest cards onto other people's boards. So I what? can attack them. It does I not say under my control. I literally don't know if that works. I don't it, think it, it says confused. nothing about put it onto the battlefield under my control. I think that's just a magic Sheldon! thing that's assumed. <laughs> I definitely you? do not. So, 
There's a lot. So while you're looking that up, there's actually, if you want to do that effect, there's a creature that we don't need to go to a judge for. Yavimaya Dryad is a colorless and a green green for a creature Dryad with Forest Walk. And then it says when it enters the battlefield, you may search the library for a Forest card, put it onto the battlefield tapped under target player's control, then shuffle your library. So I'm Look, not... I, I believe wholeheartedly just reading the text that Sky Shroud claim you can put those anywhere. There is literally not a single question <laughs> on Sky Shroud's claim. <laughs> Considering, I'm not going to look it up, but I bet you there are no questions on Man. Cultivate either. <laughs> that actually makes my day a little bit better. We found a card with rules that, we just, that, that nobody's <laughs> even bothered to look up. Oh, that is pretty but yes, funny. The idea here is, if this is legal, which I do believe it is, search your library for two force cards and put them on to other people's boards and then attack through. <sighs> that is wild. <laughs> and the the further question about that too is is it can I put one forest onto one board state and one forest onto another board state or they both have to go to the same place? I, f I feel like this it is says up to like the text I believe reads you could put two forests onto two different players board states. I feel like this is a question that the uh that the collective needs to answer for us because I feel like we're going to spend a lot yeah. of time trying to figure this out. <laughs> Help! That's H A L P yeah, with an exclamation point. Tr help! Trinity! And with that, help! <laughs> help! <laughs> with that, I'll kick it back to the Action Force News Desk with Mr. Combo and Big Tuck. Thank you for staying with us, and as always, remember those great giveaways from CMD Tower and Level One Game Shop. Which, by the way, is a Modern Horizons Two bundle. <gasps> by retweeting, subscribing, following, Ooh. liking, sharing, and placing orders at LevelOneGameShop.com. You can support your news team by heading over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash cmdtower. We have four different ward tiers. We've literally just added to three of our tiers where you get every three months free RK Post patron exclusive tokens. Be sure to go sign up because that round is about to start. If you already have Patreon and you have friends or colleagues or frenemies that you want to get into the collective... Tell them to sign up, tell them to tell us your name, and we'll send you free swag just for referring them. But, of course, if you can't do a monthly commitment, you can head over to our store, cmdtower.com slash merch. We do sell all five, I believe, of our uh, exclusive uh, CMD Tower uh, items on there, and we're always looking to add more, so make sure you go buy that to get it out of my basement. And, of course, the free way is just uh, share the content you're watching or listening to. You can stay in touch with your MTG Action 4 news team by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and our website, cmttower.com. You can communicate directly with your team at cmdtower, at Mr. Commodore 5, all spelled out except for the five, at Dear Squee, at Big Tuck Tweeting, from your MTG Action 4 news team. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good elf.